Hi, this is Morgan Michael welcoming you to Kindsight 101, the podcast, where you'll hear from world-renowned educational leaders about the mobilizing power of kindness. I believe that we all have an innate need to be seen, heard, and understood. When we dedicate ourselves to kindness, the ripple effects in our schools can be life-changing. Through this podcast, I want to challenge you to question your assumptions, amplify your insight, and embrace a willingness to go beyond the status quo in education. Together, let's learn how to make a big impact, one small act at a time. Every parent and educator experience visceral fear at the thought of needing to support a child in crisis. Most of us feel a sense of powerlessness, but this psychiatrist explains the importance of our role in our students' lives. In this mini-episode, you'll learn easy, tangible ways to support students experiencing depression, anxiety, or even suicidal thoughts. This is an episode not to miss. Dr. Shimmy Kang is an award-winning, Harvard-trained doctor, researcher, media expert, best-selling author, and speaker. Her books, The Dolphin Way and The Dolphin Parent, are number one bestsellers. And she also has a new title out, The Self-Motivated Kid, How to Raise a Healthy, Happy Child Who Knows What They Want and Goes After It Without Being Told. She is also the founder of Dolphin Pod School and Dolphin Kids Achievement Programs, which are designed to develop mindset and life skills to help you achieve your dreams. Dr. Kang can be found on social media at Dr. Shimmy Kang. For more information about Dr. Kang, her amazing schools, books, or resources, visit drshimmykang.com or my website, smallactbigimpact.com. I want to thank you for the wonderful reviews that you've left for this podcast on iTunes. Your reviews make a big difference in helping other educators find this show. If you think that I'm doing good work here and you'd like others to get inspired and join our 21-day kindness challenge and movement, I'd love it if you would take a minute, head over to iTunes and leave a review. Thank you so much. How can we support and hold space for our children and students who are struggling daily with anxiety, depression, and self-destructive behaviors, or even having thoughts of suicide? I just think considering we've spoken to this a little bit, it's really important that we, that we fight against that knee-jerk reaction to, to shame or, or punish those, those students to you know, have that con- control and authority because of that fear behind it. How can we support those children who are in crisis who need us most but can often be quite difficult to love right I think the key is just first of all remember their children um and even though they're not your children uh really to take this sense of uh, moral obligation for our community that we live in and um you know I don't say that in a in a righteous way but in a uh if we understand that this is just how part of the human experience, we're meant to live this way. Our biology is driving us towards this. Um, This is no, you know, helping each other, particularly helping young people um, is no different than our need to sleep or drink water. So if we take that approach, we will be more uh, open and willing to reach out a helping hand. Um, and that's really a, a key piece to to helping kids who are struggling is they need a community of support. Uh, it might be a psychiatrist like myself, but 
a lot of times it isn't. It's a teacher or a school counselor or a coach or an aunt or a cousin or a neighbor um, who has connected in some way that provides some optimism and hope uh, during those those really dark times um, and those teenage years where the brain is so messy um, <laughs> and figuring itself out. Uh, and to give, um, to reserve judgment, I say teenagers brain is a bit like a toddler's body, meaning when children are toddlers and they're learning to walk, they they struggle and they stumble and they make mistakes and they hurt themselves and they even hurt other people. And teenagers who are learning to be adults are doing the same. They're struggling and they're stumbling and they're making mistakes and they hurt themselves and they hurt other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and to understand that that's part of that that mental development, just like they had to go through that physical development earlier in life. So compassion, kindness, community support, uh, all the simple but not easy things. Um, As a doctor, I do always have to say, if you're worried about a young person, um, reach out to a family doctor or um, don't hesitate, especially if it's an issue of suicide, to call 911 or take them to an emergency room or really get help because, um, you know, that is something that is uh, a risk in young people. Um, So to also get professional medical help as well. This has been another episode of Kind Sight 101, the podcast. For links to resources mentioned in this episode, visit smallactbigimpact.com and click on our podcast and choose this episode number. Now, I'd love to give my audience a heads up about my new book, which will provide ideas, actionable strategies, and inquiry-based approaches to creating kinder classroom through serving the community. Subscribe to my blog, for more information. Now I would love to hear from you. What's the biggest insight that you gain from this conversation? Head over to our website, smallactbigimpact.com, leave a comment on our podcast page, or tag and connect with us on social media with the hashtag smallactbigimpact to share your inspiring story of kindness. Can't wait to hear from you.